I have three or four curious incidents to tell about. They seem to come under the head of what I named metal telegraphy in a paper written 17 years ago and published long afterwards. The paper entitled Mental Telegraphy, which originally appeared in Harper's Magazine for December 1893, is included in the volume entitled The American Claimant and Other Stories and Sketches. Several years ago, I made a campaign on the platform of Mr. George W. Cable. In Montreal, we were honored with a reception. It began at two in the afternoon in a long drawing room in the Windsor Hotel. Mr. Cable and I stood at one end of this room, and the ladies and gentlemen entered it at the other end, crossed it at that end, then came up the long left-hand side, shook hands with us, said a word or two, and passed on in the usual way. My sight is of the telescopic sort, and I presently recognized a familiar face among a throng of strangers drifting in at the distant door, and I said to myself with surprise and high gratification, that is Mrs. R. I had forgotten that she was a Canadian. She had been a great friend of mine in Carson City, Nevada, in the early days. I had not seen her or heard of her for twenty years. I had not been thinking about her. There was nothing to suggest her to me, nothing to bring her to my mind. In fact, to me, she had long ago ceased to exist, and had disappeared from my consciousness. But I knew her instantly, and I saw her so clearly that I was able to note some of the particulars of her dress, and did note them, and they remained in my mind. I was impatient for her to come. In the midst of the handshakings, I snatched glimpses of her and noted her progress with a slow-moving file across the end of the room. Then I saw her start up the side, and this gave me a full front view of her face. I saw her last when she was within 25 feet of me. For an hour I kept thinking she must still be in the room somewhere and would come at last, but I was disappointed. When I arrived in the lecture hall that evening, someone said, Come into the waiting room. There's a friend of yours there who wants to see you. You'll not be introduced. You are to do the recognizing without help, if you can. I said to myself, It is Mrs. R. I shan't have any trouble. There were perhaps ten ladies present, all seated. In the midst of them was Mrs. R., as I'd expected. She was dressed exactly as she was when I had seen her in the afternoon. I went forward and shook hands with her and called her by name and said, I knew you the moment you appeared at the reception this afternoon. She looked surprised and said, But I was not at the reception. I have just arrived from Quebec and have not been in town an hour. It was my turn to be surprised now. I said, I can't help it. I give you my word of honor that it is as I say. I saw you at the reception, and you were dressed precisely as you are now. When they told me a moment ago that I should find a friend in this room, your image rose before me, dress and all, just as I had seen you at the reception. Those are the facts. She was not at the reception at all, or anywhere near it. But I saw her there, nevertheless, and most clearly and unmistakably. To that I could make an oath. How is one to explain this? I was not thinking of her at the time, had not thought of her for years, but she had been thinking of me, no doubt. Did her thoughts flit through leagues of air to me, 
and bring with it that clear and pleasant vision of herself. I think so. That was and remains my sole experience in the matter of apparitions. I mean apparitions that come when one is ostensibly awake. I could have been asleep for a moment. The apparition could have been the creature of a dream. Still, that is nothing to the point. The feature of interest is in the happening of a thing just at that time, instead of at an earlier or later time, which is argument that its origin lay in thought transference. My next incident will be set aside by most persons as being merely a coincidence, I suppose. Years ago, I used to think sometimes of making a lecturing trip through the antipodes and the borders of the Orient. 